0: Welcome to the Money Orchard Podcast with Dennis Ataraka. Investors have a problem. You don't want to lose money and you don't want to run out of money. You want a future free from financial worry. But there are thousands of complex investment ideas, most don't succeed. How can you know what to choose? In this podcast, we turn financial strategies into a story that will change how you invest. Join us in this story and see the financial world in a new way through the eyes of an expert.
1: Hello and welcome to The Money Orchard with Dennis Zadaraka. Today, I'm excited. We're going to be talking about The Orchard. And uh, I love the title of this podcast, Dennis. How are you? I'm very good. All right. The Money Orchard. I, I think that, that is a, a beautiful picture just that just comes to mind, uh, you know, that it just kind of pops there. And I know that you came up with that, correct? Yes. All right. So I'm excited to start this podcast with you, man. I hope you're ready. You ready? Okay. Yep. <laughs> I can feel the excitement through the microphone. Okay. okay. So Dennis, why did you decide to use the orchard as a way of explaining investing
2: and investments to people? Because a lot of it, a lot of the language we use in investing is very abstract and very unconcrete. Mm-hmm. And and let me give you one example, you know, in terms of how the language shifts around. When I started out back in 1980 with Kidder Peabody, when they sent us to New York and we were trained, we were called stockbrokers. And then pretty soon we became called financial planners and then we became investment consultants and now everybody is a wealth manager. (laughs) The the funny thing is, it's the same thing, same job, same work with a different word. Mm Mm-hmm so it doesn't you know, it didn't nothing change it's just the word changed it's so like rebranding or something right it can so it becomes confusing about you know who who's what and and i think people understand that as like you know why is this this, this? and i think people deep down know it's like they're doing the same thing as they did 30 40 50 years ago
1: mhm and that's i mean that's a problem right i mean it, and if people are doing things the
2: same way that
1: they've been doing for the last 30 years there's usually either a huge success story there or it's,
2: it's not going well, right? Well, yeah, exa- you know, exactly. Let me, let me give you another example of, of, again, what I'd say is language, because I think a lot of the problems with investment, being able to make it good investments, is basically a problem with language. Mm-hmm. I'll give you another example, is rap accounts have been around since probably about 1985 or so, uh, actually, they started EF Hutton back in 73, 74, and I actually worked with the guy who created that product. Did you say rap accounts? The, they, he created wrap accounts at uh, EF Hutton. Okay. And uh, so anyway, just, we don't need to go down, you know, explain too much about that guy. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but rap accounts, when it started out, was a good thing. But then everybody started doing it, and then it became a bit, kind of a bad word, oh, I don't want a rap account. So they changed the name to fee account. So now what we have today are fee accounts, which are exactly the same thing as rap accounts were.
1: Hmm. And I so didn't know it's just,
2: a, it's just a shifting of the language. Yeah. And so, so you can see why that's kind of confusing to the clients because the word almost becomes meaningless. And so let me go one, one, one step further deeper into that this uh buying a company or buying a stock share in a company is one level of of what you do but then when you start moving over to indexes that's an abstraction then when you go into options that's an abstraction and then you go into futures and things become you know less clear and less clear or let's say totally unclear and confusing yeah so the, you asked me the question, why did I create the orchard? Because using the orchard in this tree example of an apple tree and then the apples for income, all of a sudden you can picture something real in life, you can connect in real life, and you know how an apple tree works. Mm-hmm. And so when you say you have your money making money, that's your, you know, that's your portfolio, but it's actually the port, you know, another clarify the word, portfolio is your money making money. Now technically we call that capital then the, you know, the tree is the capital or the money making money, the apples are the income. Okay. And so all of a sudden, everybody can understand, I'm not trying to collect trees, Wall Street wants to sell me more trees, but I don't need more trees, I need more income.
1: Mm, okay,
2: yeah. And, and, and so now you can see a picture of what it is, and, I, and now in real life when I talk to people, I talk to them about, now if you had this kind of tree, would you cut it down to buy a car? You know, And people physically react and say, no, that'd be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, said, well, why? Well, you wouldn't get any more apples. I mm-hmm. said, well, don't we do that with our money all the time? So all of a sudden, you can see that I killed the tree and i not get more apples. It's like your money making money is different than the income you get off the tree. The income's okay to spend. Just don't cut down the tree. So basically, if you have this kind of orchard, protect it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It reminds me of the, I'm probably one of my favorite books of all time, which is the giving tree, uh, by Shel Silverstein. Do you, do you, are you familiar with that book? I am not. Oh, it's wonderful. You, you i I should just send you a copy because I just believe in it uh, wholeheartedly. It's, it's a children's book to be honest with you, but it, it explains kind of a friendship between this tree and a boy as he's growing up and, and he's taking different things from the tree as he needs things. Right. So, the tree gives him all the apples to go sell for money because he wants money. And then, well, he needs a house, so he, the tree gives him all the branches. And then he takes the 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 trunk of the tree to build a boat to sail away someplace. And he comes back, and all that's left is a stump, right? And he's used all the resources, not being a good steward, in my opinion. Uh, and But the tree is still there and happy to see him. It's, it's a wonderful book. Anyway, but that's kind of what you're talking about, is that people are willing to sacrifice all the fruit that they could possibly be getting for the decades that they have to live still uh, for a pleasure now or a, something, a necessity, and I'm using air quotes, which you can't say on a podcast, but, you know, a necessity now. So I love the picture of this.
2: And so what happens, it becomes, it's a simple explanation, but it's not simplistic. And, I, and let me connect it to something else. Okay. E equals MC squared, you know, Einstein, mm-hmm. uh, E equals MC squared is very simple, but what it explains is a very complex scientific explanation of the world. Yes. And so I, I don't know that I'm an you know, I'm, I don't know. I actually know I'm not an Einstein. But, <laughs> Meaning we're in good company, brother. <laughs> but I think, I think using the, or, the Orchard story actually helps people understand, like, oh, yeah, it's, not, it, it's, it's about the income. I'm trying to replace my income. And so the, the goal is, is if I have these kind of trees, is if I have enough of big enough orchard that the apples I'm getting someday, or maybe even right now, but the apples that I'm getting equal the number of apples I get when I'm working, my, doing my job or work, that's when I'm financially self-reliant. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, that's the goal. And I, I, I describe it. It's really a struggle between your present lifestyle and your future lifestyle. I want to live good now but I also want to go live well in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you can see, so the idea is I'm, you know, I'm creating this, this, I don't know, the mechanism, if you will, I mean, basically the poor, the money making money is to reproduce my income. So then I have time freedom, you know, I just have freedom to be able to do things because I don't have to always be working for for the money.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. So, what other kind of things are you trying to explain with this orchard story to people?
2: I can't. I can't go off them all of them into one podcast because they we're going to do many, many of those. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I will say a, a couple of them is I really, really want to say is one is the th- the thing that that I learned from the orchard is is kind. Of, I kind of knew it, but it really kind of like banged me over the head with it. Is when when financial advisors talk about what are your goals, you know, education your kids, is it retirement, is it you know charitable giving? Is it helping others? You know, all kinds, what are your goals? And what the orchard really taught me was there's only one goal. It's as much income as I possibly can get. Mm-hmm. And if I have as much income as I can I can get, then I can I can meet all the needs and everything that I want to do because I have the income to do it. So it almost doesn't matter what those other goals are. I mean, they are. I mean, it is important to them, but it, it's that's not the goal. That's why why I'm doing it. The goal is as much income as possible, so I can do those things.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that that's that would be one thing that I, I that really kind of jumped out at me uh, while I was developing this is like we're making the wrong focus. We're just, you know, we're just helping people buy trees and collect trees and more and more and get more and more and more. And it's like, at some point it's the use of the money that's valuable, Mm -hmm. not just having it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that's what makes people, you know, want to achieve those different goals is that whatever the emotional tie to it is. So if they want to provide, you know, schooling for their grandkids, well, that's great. That's the driving force But the actual goal is, like you said, to make them enough money to do that and the other goals that they have. So while they, you know, need to be focused on why they're doing what they're doing and why they're, you know, protecting that orchard as as fiercely as they should be, uh, those are the good reasons. You know, those are the reasons to do it, but to have more growth, right? I'm assuming if if I'm speaking this, if, if I'm saying this correctly, Dennis, to have more growth and more sustained growth.
2: It's, you, yeah I mean it's if it's, it's, you want growth but the growth again is to grow continue to grow so you have more income. The growth is the means to my actual real goal is having the income yes you know you know when or if I retire then I have money to live just like I lived while I was working so it's so the, the, the trees are just the means to the the growth of the trees and adding more trees which we, we want to do is the means for ultimately for the income now that's i'm going to go kind of go back to it is is it is, is we live in the present and the the orchard is in some for most of us is still in the future i don't i haven't quite arrived there yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's how how do we get there how do we you know basically then the well, the other part is protecting the tree and once i've got a little orchard i want to protect those trees and have them grow but then i want to be able to maybe get some more trees but let me talk about the trees a little bit because essentially the other part of the story is it's, again, going back to simple, like the E equals MC squared. Simplification is there's only three places you can store money okay. or three things you can do with money. One is you you can loan it to somebody and get interest. You can own something that's growing and it produces apples. Mm-hmm. And the other is is protect. So there's three, three functions of, you know, of it. You know, loaning, owning, and protecting. Okay. Now, what I just just described in a different way is loaning is the banks, and I'll tell you a story about that after we're done with this. The, 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 the loaning is the banks, owning is something Wall Street sells you parts parts so you can own part of a good business. Okay. And the third thing is protecting is the insurance industry, and you need to have all three kinds of trees. But those are the only three places you can you can store your money.
1: All right. So. Break them down for me, would you? Okay. So the, the first tree,
2: loaning. Well, the first tree, first tree is like, that's where you you can you, you save some money, you have some money, and now and I want to make my money, you know, grow, is I can loan it to somebody and I would get interest. In other words, it's sort of like you're renting money to people. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the funny story I was going to tell you. So I, at one point, I worked at a trust company and did financial classes for the bank customers and for the trust company customers. And we're, I was sitting in a meeting, and they talked said to one of the officers said something about, like, we don't like CDs, uh, and we don't like deposits. And I'm going to say, this is a bank. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> a bank and that he doesn't like at money. And said, Dennis, we have to pay money out when we have deposits. Mm-hmm. We don't like paying money out. <laughs> okay. And so that's Makes where sense. the light bulb went on for me is the purpose of the bank isn't so you can have a checkbook or a savings account. It's so they can make you a car loan or a home loan. They want to make loans. And I learned that they are very, very careful to balance the the deposit portfolio to the loan portfolio to match it up. So if they don't have any good loans, they will drop the rate so they don't get as much money coming in. And if they have some good loans coming on board, they'll raise the rate, let's say a quarter of a point, and the money flocks in like bees because I can get a quarter point more than I get down to that place. And so that, that's in the, in the loan category, understanding this is what a bank, bank's purpose is, is to make loans. That's how they make money. Now, Wall Street, the other area, which is basically where you can buy shirts of a business, their real purpose is to, to raise money for companies. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, I, think, I mean, not sometimes, like people, I think, misunderstand it, is their primary purpose isn't to help us us. <laughs> what? Their primary purpose is to raise money for other businesses. Got so when, you know Bill Gates <laughs> does Microsoft, he's got a bunch of shares. Yeah. But he's got he doesn't have any money, so he needs to sell some to the public so he can get some cash out of his his company. Or Jeff Bezos with Amazon, and you could go on and on and on. So that doesn't mean that it's wrong. We just have to understand this is their business. That's their goal. And when my goal and their goal match, it's a good fit. But mm-hmm. I always have to understand is they're there to make loans. And that's why people do too many loans getting, you know, the 2008 crash. Yep. And, the, and Wall Street is there to maybe sell, you know, raise capital for, for businesses. And then the insurance industry, again, the protection part is we need, we need to keep some of our money protected. But we also have to protect our trees. And so maybe sometimes we have to buy some crop insurance because ultimately any farmer, you know, whether he's growing wheat or you know whatever, they're going to buy crop insurance because the hail can come and destroy my apples or a frost can come when the blossoms are still in the spring, mm-hmm. and now I have no apples this year, so I need crop insurance. So that's along the line. So those are how the three things kind of work together.
1: Gotcha. So give me, a, give me an example of, of crop insurance. What would that? What would that look like?
2: All right. Okay. Okay. One 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 crop insurance would be tr- treasury bills, treasury bonds, where the income is guaranteed, is predictable. And got you can buy a, You used to be able to buy a thirty-year bond, to say had nine percent yield for the rest of your life. Why would you? Why wouldn't you want to protect a certain amount of money so that I got the steady income forever? Mm-hmm. Now those rates are not there anymore. So the other way to people can have protected money is there, and I'm, I'm going to be careful because this is, becomes a bad word, there's some good ones and some bad ones, but annuities.
1: Mm-hmm, so you mm-hmm. can
2: buy annuities that guarantee you an income for the rest of your life. Some are good, some are not good, so you got to be careful. You know, just, uh, annuities like saying fruit. There's all kinds of fruit. Some I like, like, some I don't like. Some's not good, some is good. So that would be an, you know, another way of approaching that. Now, Social Security, when people, people are at that age, that's just, there's no, you don't own anything, but that actually virtually is annuity by the federal government. So that's protected money. It continues to go there, little patient, protection, and so on. If you have a pension, that's protected money. Mm-hmm. So that's got what it. I mean by the protect in the protection areas, basically, I've got an income that I can count on, nothing can, nothing can hurt it. That's what I mean by crop insurance.
1: Got it. So let me ask you this, when you are introducing this to folks, what is their reaction? I mean, you've got, I know you've got a bunch of clients uh, and the last few prospects that you've introduced this concept to,
2: how do they react to this? Uh, let me give you one example. So this, this is some people that were long, you know, really kind of long-term customers and he was a doctor and his wife, you know, they would come in and talk about their finances and they were, you know, you know, we're talking about, they have two, $3 million. So, I mean, they're not, you know, they got some assets. Yeah. Um, But she would sit there and never say anything, nothing. Just quietly and then then walk out saying she's a very nice lady, say hello, good, you know, and then walk out. Never ask any questions, never say anything, whatever. So when I showed her the orchard present, you know, because I have a little drawing that we write on and draw that out, she all of a sudden perks up and starts smiling and says, this isn't as hard as I thought it was. (laughs) Nice, nice. <laughs> and, and now I, I later on turned out because I, I actually learned and got, got to know them they became very good friends. But I later found out she was an artist.
1: Mm.
2: And so, so the picture communicated to her in the way that words and numbers did not.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, And here's absolutely. what i say about,
2: again, here's about, about language. For an industry that based on numbers, you know, supposed to be real precise, the language is incredibly fuzzy.
1: It's terrible. Absolutely, there's a lot of confusion out there. Yep. So um I know that we're, you know, the, the podcast is nationwide, and we're we're hoping for a great audience, and I'm, we're hoping that people share this podcast because the the ideas that you're going to bring forth, and the 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 visual pictures, right, that you're going to be bringing to the to the surface here, are really really important. And just like like you said, this this client, she learned a different way. She was she was wired a little bit differently and i think that this hits all the buttons for people that do understand numbers and then those that maybe are a little bit shy of learning the numbers but understand the concepts so i think this is great um you and i've talked before that you also kind of help this story kind of change and be
2: told to kids as well right well because yeah because children know what a tree looks like and they know what apples are Mm-hmm. And 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 they under so when you explain to us this money is, I would describe there's two kinds of money. There's money your money making money. That's what we call capital mm-hmm. or principal. And there's the income. And so it's permissible to go spend the income, but don't cut down your tree. Yeah, yeah. And so, so and they I'll only go do one. One other one is there's there's a, what something costs, and then there's the real price. And something might cost me, let's say I buy something I really want for $500. It cost me $500, but the price is all the money that money would have made for the rest of my life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, wow. And so all of a sudden you look at that and say, do I want a tree that's going to give me apples forever, or do I want this thing for $500? Mm. Either decision is fine. You just have to understand as I'm cutting off, I'm cutting off at least a branch of the tree. Yeah, yeah. Might be a big branch, but I'm cutting, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I mean, it's, it's a great
1: visual, and uh, I mean, I know that you've been telling this story for a long time. Um, how, do you, how do you use it besides the one-on-one meetings? What other ways do you use this story of
2: the orchard? Well, I teach, I mean, I've been teaching financial classes at companies since really about 1980. And the most recent one I did was I did a class and the guy came up to me and said, could you do this for my people? And I said, who, you know, like, who, who are your people? He said, well, I'm an, a, a commander in the Army Reserves and nice. uh, we have an emphasis on the whole soldier, which would be, you know, obviously you got to be physically fit and you got to, you know, do your skill, whatever you're trained to do. Mm-hmm. He said, but we also emphasize, you know, you know, mental health and, you know, so on, but also financial he said, "What happens is if a soldier gets into financial difficulty, they'll lose their security clearance, and then they're immediately discharged." Mm. So wow. he wanted me to come out and teach teach that to his. He's, he was actually commander of a, of a large, you know, I don't think it was division. Mm-hmm. I think that's what a lieutenant colonel commands. Uh, and so I got a chance to go out and do this with the soldiers, and and and. Um, uh, it was really, really. I mean, I, I I enjoyed it thoroughly, and enjoyed, and I did. I, I did not get paid for this. I did this as a, you know, just as a, a volunteer in anything. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, I, you know, as much we can do to support these people is, is a good thing. And so that was that was exciting. But I, but the interesting thing is, I have people that have seen this. You know, say five years later, come back and start talking to me not in financial language, but orchard language. Mm, nice. That's awesome. So that, mean, that means that, you know, it, it helps people understand what the heck is going. It actually it helps them understand what's going on, but it also gives, it's, I mean, I describe it as a decision-making tool. It helps you see things more clearly. Yeah. It's yep. like, you know, and maybe if you see things, you know, I already have enough of this kind of tree. I need some more. I don't have very much of this kind of tree, so I need some over here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and so a lot, you know, you know let's Bring it down to the, the financial language. A lot of times, people have too much in the owning tree and very little in the loaning tree mm-hmm. and sometimes almost nothing on the protection tree. Yeah. And you need a balance between those. Yeah, but but when, when you lay it out, there's only three choices, and here's the basically here's the category. I don't care. There's lots of varieties of things you can put in there, but you now know the, the major areas.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I think that that, I love the fact that you've gone and spoken to folks in the military, because most people that go into the military go in right after high school. And, and we do not equip high schoolers anymore. Uh, even in my day, you know, way back when I was in high school, we learned about finance a little bit, but it was mainly, here's what a checkbook is. Here's how you balance a checkbook. Here's what your, your, your withdrawals and your deposits look like. Here's how not to go into debt in your bank account. Right. So that's, you know, or not to overdraw your bank account. But we really weren't taught about debt in general or credit or, uh, you know, the orchard in, in general with just being able to save and then protect and then, you know, investing. We weren't taught any of that stuff. So you get somebody that leaves high school, goes into the military right away and all of a sudden starts getting a steady paycheck that they've never seen before. Oh, man. I mean, they can get themselves in a lot of trouble very, very quickly. So I love this story. Because of the fact that it, it, it can speak to anybody, anybody can uh, adapt it to what, they, what they're going through uh, because it makes sense. Uh, so I, I want to ask you, we're getting low on time here, Dennis. Uh, who should be listening to this podcast? You've got a large audience. Uh, who should be listening to it, and, and what are they going to learn?
2: I would say this is a, you know, a broad audience, but the people, people have already built an orchard and want to protect it or people who built an orchard want to protect it and then ultimately transfer it or pass it on their children, mm-hmm. they need to be able to teach their children how to take care of the orchard. Oh, absolutely. The history is full of examples of very, very wealthy people and their children dissipated the fortune in, in just a flash. Yeah. And so teaching the, you know, your children to take care of the orchard, gonna, leave, you know, I'm going to leave them. Now, the others, everybody has maybe a little small orchard. They wanna grow it, so basically how to keep from making mistakes, how to, you know, how to, basically how to prepare the soil if I'm gonna plant a tree. So there's a certain amount of, if I'm growing a crop, you gotta dig a hole and prepare the soil for the tree that you're gonna put in there. And then there's and people who wanna have an orchard. I mean, basically it's like my, my goal is really to help people protect the orchard they've created but on the other hand, I want to take people, say, like my, my children and say, this is a good goal for you. Someday, you know, you want to buy all this stuff, but someday you want to have your money making money because your health and lots of reasons, you might not be able to make the same amount of money as you're making right now. Mm-hmm. And then, and some are even maybe more precise is just people who want a clear path yeah. that they can figure out and follow with confidence. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, Dennis, I'll tell you what, I wish I had had you back when I was in my early, early 30s, because my wife and I made a financial decision that was just horrendous, and it was at the worst possible time, so we we leased a minivan, (laughs) so there's two things right there, leasing and a minivan, it was terrible, and the fact that, so the the payment was around $640 a month, which is insane, way over what we wanted to budget for it anyway, and it happened to be a 2008 minivan, so you can imagine... (laughs) 2007, 2008, 2009 time frame, and I went out and leased a very, very expensive minivan for no reason. Anyway, but we're to the end of our podcast. I'm excited to get into this with you. I'm excited to hear more stories and learn more about the Orchard, and uh, I want to thank you for your time today, Dennis. Okay. Thanks, Eric. You bet. And thank you all for listening to the Money Orchard Podcast with Dennis Zadaraka. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Dennis comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at The Money Orchard, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time.
0: Call Dennis to ask any questions about designing, building, or protecting your financial orchard. The Money Orchard story is a decision-making tool to create your future free from financial worry. An orchard symbolizes your money-making money. Making money. But you need to watch out for obstacles and dangers to financial success because life is full of risk. Thank you for listening to the Money Orchard Podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Call Dennis at 630-665-9964 to ask any questions about designing, building, or protecting your financial orchard. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice for your specific situation.